0: it's a beautiful day hi there alan ray enriquez here for another episode of ray of light join me this episode as we talk about spirituality meditation yoga fitness movement only here on ray of light guys and girls, my name is Alan and welcome to another episode of Ray of Light. So last week we talked about codependency and the world of FOG, meaning the world of fear, obligation, and guilt. Why do we fall into enabling these individuals and most of them are the closest in our circles. So we talk about that, and I had a quick checklist if you feel that you fall into the category of being a codependent or being in a codependency relationship. Today, we will talk further about a symptom of a codependent um, character or being the enabler of a narcissist or of someone who will give you that guilt trip and that is called the victim mentality or the sensationalism of woundology and I encountered the term woundology from a good friend I was Having my theta healing um, from Lisa, so if you're hearing this, um, and if you wanted to heal old wounds, you I, I would want to refer to you um, you to Lisa Romero De guia and um, search for Soul Creates One O Eight, and that is. Her page on Facebook and on Instagram and you may um, reach out to her, message her, and she will help you. She's an, she's an NLP or Neuro neurolingu- Linguistic Programming Therapist as well as a Theta Healer. So anyway, I encountered the term oneology because of her and let me just give you an a definition, a high uh, a textbook definition of woundology this was coined by the way by Carolyn Miss um, C-A-R-O-L-I-N-E M-Y-S-S from her book, Why People Don't Heal and How They Can Um, this came from this was coined 1988, let me just google it for everyone to understand So back in 1988, this was coined by um, Carolyn Miss in her um, book, Why People Don't Heal and How They Can. And a simple question is, why are people not able to heal? And because of this, the term woundology came about as the tendency to insistently hold on to old traumas you define yourself by your hurts not by your strengths and there in those hurts you stay stuck forever <laughs> and i don't i don't want to stress on the forever part what i would like to stress about is that the victim mentality is a learned ability and therefore you can or we can unlearn it. And what are the symptoms or a quick checklist of, of you know, the, the victim mentality? Let me just check. So, you know what? It's the same as with having or surviving a codependency relationship so here okay this is a a tedious list and this is thanks to loner wolf these are 23 signs of the victim mentality listen up yo so having the benefits of being a victim these are the perks and in the book of Carolyn, miss um, she mentioned this as one moment let one momento let me just go back to her book where is it where is it oh one moment you guys and if you just tuned in welcome to another episode of Fray of light we are talking about woundology or the victim mentality and how you um, can unlearn it because again woundology or the victim mentality is a learned ability this came about from our past traumas maybe from our childhood or from our past experiences okay so let me just double check from her book why people don't heal and how they can okay she has this um, section in ch- chapter 1 and I really love that title. Okay, now I hope it will show up, though. Alright, ah! one moment, you guys. Come on, stay with me. the seductive power of wounds and I really love that part when she mentioned about that because it's so easy to fall into that victim mentality pit and it's all about validation and seeking the attention something that we can hold on to something we can control and going back this came from lonerwolf.com the 23 signs of the victim mentality number one you're consistently blaming other people or situation for feeling miserable two you possess a life against me philosophy 3. You're cynical or pessimistic 4. You see your problems as catastrophes and blow them out of proportion 5. You think others are purposely trying to hurt you 6. You believe you're the only one being targeted for mistreatment 7. You keep relieving past painful memories that made you feel like a victim. 8. Even when things go right, you find something to complain about. 9. You refuse to consider other perspectives when talking about your problems. 10. You feel powerless and unable to cope effectively with a problem or life in general. 11. You feel attacked when you're given constructive criticism 12. You believe you're not responsible for what happens in your life or others are 11. Or is this? Yeah. You believe that everyone is better off than you So I lost count, but I'm just going to continue You seem to enjoy feeling sorry for yourself. You attract people like you, like who complain, who blame, and feel victimized by life. You believe that the world is a scary, mostly bad place. You enjoy sharing your tragic stories with other people. You have a habit of blaming, attacking, and accusing those you love for how you feel. You feel powerless to change your circumstances. You expect to gain sympathy from others and when you don't get it, you feel upset. You refuse to analyze yourself or improve your life. You tend to one-up people when it comes to sharing traumatic experiences. You're constantly putting yourself down. Alright, so just by that list, it's an awful um, list. And somehow, I still nod onto some entries because... I'm in that process of healing. And it's, it's correct. Um, especially in our culture, victim mentality is something that I think has been ingrained to us. It's a generational trauma or maybe a cultural one because we've been hurt so many times that the only way that we could relate to someone is when we learn their past. And usually their past is ugly, their past is awful, they're, they're, they, they, they have undergone a lot of trauma, a lot of pain. And we we tend to celebrate it because we can relate to it. And by the time that we don't see ourselves in it, in their shoes, then it seems to us it's not important. It seems to us they do not, um, they're not relevant at all. And in short, we tend to continue this vicious cycle of seeking validation through past traumas through identified wounds and why why is it why is it that we keep on holding to that trauma and we say that that we wanted to be healed right it's 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 so funny really because that is my dialogue as well so I mean for the past how many seasons for the past how many episodes I've been talking about um, how I was clinically diagnosed with anxiety and PTSD a choo 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 when when I experienced my my trauma I revisited and how I felt and somehow it's a clickbait right it's a clickbait to others to because they sympathize but guess what there's a difference between sympathy and empathy and sometimes we enjoy sympathy even more because we feel like there's power to a shared trauma just like we're experience- what we are experiencing right now in this pandemic era given that this is a shared trauma we tend to talk about it every single day on our timeline on our Facebook on our Twitter on every social media <laughs> platform there is and it would be a shame if we do not belong or we do not fall into that into that category. Remember when <clears throat> I won't I wouldn't name names, but there's this um, popular and I love her by the way. There's this popular childhood actress um, who recently mentioned that she was raped when she was a child and I don't know with you and somehow to me healing is not part not, okay, healing to me is part of it, okay but it does it stops there, there is a part that where you let it go and you have to create another chapter in your life. And why do I say this? Why why do I have that different power of regaining myself and rather than rewriting the past hurts, the stories? Because one, I no longer seek validation from the outside world to say, oh my God, when it comes to pity party, we are the best. Filipinos are such... Um, we're Ussies. Um We love... We, we have that FOMO, fear of missing out. And if we don't catch up, <clears throat> we feel like we do not belong. And the, that simple thought of feeling of 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 that of that wanting to be to belong is a basic (laughs) um, need in the in the Maslow's hierarchical of needs the feeling of belonging right but have we ever gone past it because it seems like everyone wants to belong and someone is weird someone is you know um strange or maybe not part of the circle if they are awakened or if they are enlightened right and it seems like an exaggeration to some and i can say this because i'm part of that weird shit okay of that weird circle now but believe me I have unlearned the 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 addiction or the um the, the sympathy vote the the sympathy T or sympathy remember that song and remember how we always feel that we keep on listening to songs that would remind us of the past. And we would say that it is part of the healing process. But if we try to look back and read on our narratives, on what we say to ourselves, on the people that we chose to be in our circle, it's the same, they are the same, and somehow losing the power to belong, or losing that power of, of, of being inside a group, in being inside a circle, is something scary for all of us, or for someone who's journeying towards healing, right? So, how on earth do we you know? Do we pull ourselves out of this pit, this endless pit, shall we say? So, I've mentioned the the list of the, uh, if you are part of the victim mentality or what we call woundology, again, that's wound, the Sugat, W O U N D, and then ology. Okay. From, let me just, so I go back to lonerwolf.com and How to stop being a victim. So here, start replacing you with I. So for example, instead of saying, you make me feel so angry, you can replace a statement with, I feel so angry when I hear you say that. So this is being accountable, being responsible of one's own happiness rather than seeking outside, right, Okay. Number two, see yourself as a survivor, and from there you are no longer a victim. It's as easy, and someone would tell me, someone would return, But Alan, hindi mo kasi alam ang pinanggagalingan ko. You don't, you, you don't even know where I'm coming from. Believe me, <laughs> I'm telling you. I've we've gone the same path. It's just that we chose to believe that we are stuck. Okay, anyway. Number three. Be kind and compassionate towards yourself. If you cannot pluck you... Okay. Recovering from the victim mentality is not an overnight you know, therapy. It doesn't mean that I would take a Theta Healing or maybe a CBT, a Cognitive Behavioral Therapy or maybe a visit to my psychiatrist or psychologist that I will be cured overnight. or Over time. It begins with you and it's a hard work and it's dirty and you will fall into the trap, you will relapse, I'm telling you and you might Even see yourself going back to the same old habits or even identifying yourself with the same wrong people because you think they serve you better. Okay. But just be kind with yourself. Okay. Number four, explore your mistaken beliefs. So mistaken beliefs create anxiety, depression, anger, and blame. A lot of those beliefs are lodged in the shadow side of our psyche so this is the shadow self and i didn't want to what do you call this i didn't want to preempt of what i have been learning for this past few days so i'm taking the karuna ki reiki and karuna ki karuna means um the end or or healing through compassion and at this point there is the shadow self work or the shadow work and you will really identify your shadow self and to me, again, I'm just saying this not because I want to win your sympathy bo- votes. I'm not here for pity party. I'm just saying that my experience of a shadow self it started with, um, I, I was in a, 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 alongside of a river. And this came from my spirit wall retreat two weeks ago. And from there, I saw this smoky, hazy being. And I couldn't figure out because he's, he or she is color gray and color black. It's He or she is like a static, you know, in, in a television. And then when I started approaching him or her or approaching it, and I ask him or her what is its abilities, what is its hobbies, what is its um, biggest talents, suddenly, the static became (laughs) my five-year-old self back when I was in prep. So, uh, if in case that i once that i finished and once that i get my attunement for Karuni, karuna karuna reiki then I'll, I'll i'll let you know all right number 5 ask what thought is creating this suffering So all sufferings originate in beliefs that go unquestioned and unexamined in our minds. When we attach to these thoughts, we suffer. Remember that you don't need to believe the thoughts in your head. Thoughts are simply fluctuations of energy that we assigned meaning to. And this is a shout-out. This is a call-out to fellow, you know, empaths and even the narcissists who don't identify themselves as such. We always fall into the trap that everything has a meaning. Everything should have um, a purpose. How about <laughs> we just play? We, we we think about the concept of play. That, this was the first um, statement of Lisa to me when she asked me to play, then I lost sense of control. And then suddenly my subconscious came out and helped me. Anyway. Number six, practice being thankful. Try to, um, follow or try to say this every time that you feel in that you f- you feel that or you think that you are in pain tell it to yourself create in me a grateful heart create in me a grateful heart create in me a joyful heart okay may yakaho because it's an overwhelming feeling. And not all the time. We need to remind ourselves that there are more things to be grateful for. Rather than think of things that would hurt us again and again. Okay. Whew. Number seven: affirm self responsibility, and this is what I always um, call out people. It's enough for us to write our shit on Facebook, but it is also it is also our self work. It is our work. It's our homework to call ourselves out, and while calling out people, because we are compassionate people okay we do our homework as well so um, there's that line in 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 Buddhist Buddhism or I forgot if it's in the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali the five senses you know the sight of smell of touch of, of seeing of smell of feel. Or, or or taste there. It limits us. If we go beyond that, that self-limiting belief and having that open-mindedness, meaning to say a beginner's mindset, where do you think life would lead us? So there perform an act of kindness for one another. Pay it forward. And this is my this is my homework. This is what I've been doing. That's why I did this podcast. Alright, so I know it's it's not as tedious as I expected it to be and please visit this lonerwolf.com for the victim mentality and please get a hold of Carolyn Miss book on Wondology alright and I'll just leave you to that because all of us are still um, doing a long time for this journey and guess what let me just close this 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 session with instead of seeking for the destination or instead of looking where you will go enjoy where the journey is bringing or leading you to okay I'm saying this because sometimes it's better to lose control of things not you know not having any interpretation not having a clear grasp of things and then we learn more Thank you so much for listening this has been Alan of Ray of Light have a good day just listen to another episode of ray of light join me next weekend as we talk more about spirituality meditation yoga fitness and others only here on ray of light